0: You are aware, aware of this marijuana solution.
1: Hi, this is David Spellman with the Marijuana Solution. In this episode, Robert Roundtree interviews Todd Klapperis, CEO of Hard Car Security, based in California. Todd's firm is on the cutting edge of cyber and physical security of legal cannabis growing facilities, dispensaries, and transportation of sensitive cargo. He's a U.S. Army veteran and spent almost two decades in Asia, holding top leadership roles for companies in the mobile device management, electronic tracking, and robotics fields.
2: So, so Todd, could you give us a
0: little bit about your background? Sure. So, about 15 years ago, I moved to China, which is kind of a weird conversation, right? I moved over to Taiwan, and a company I was working for had said, if you can help us in our offices over there we'd love to have you over. And they knew I always wanted to go to Asia. So I moved over to Taiwan and uh, they said, everybody spoke English. And when I got off the plane, I said, Hey, how do we get to Taipei? And the guy goes, what's dong? I went, what? <laughs> <laughs> so that was about 15 years ago. I started in the electronics uh, business and building security system.
2: Okay. And now what we're talking about today is um, hard car, which handles a, varying list of different security technologies. Um, When we were speaking earlier, you mentioned that people are really excited about the cybersecurity offerings that you have. Could you explain that?
0: Sure. So cybersecurity has been a big buzzword in our industry. Recently, one of the major vendors, uh, MJ Freeway, may have had a a, a, let's just call it a problem Um, in terms of IT departments. This industry is kind of nascent because they don't really have a lot of IT infrastructure. So what we did is we went out and sourced an outsourced IT department for cybersecurity. So basically think it like this. You put a box as your pre-firewall, and it protects you 365 days a year every 24 by 7 uh, offense. And they actually check in on that box every day. So you've got a, a let's call it, encrypted box with security professionals checking your IT department every day.
2: Okay, so it's a piece of hardware that kind of puts a buffer between the network, I guess?
0: Yeah, and it, it protects the people from various threats, malware, um, phishing attacks, hacking, everything else. It's actually been featured at the ISC show, which is where I'm going to be next week.
2: And is there anyone else in the cannabis uh, industry that's doing something like this right now?
0: No, not that we're aware of. We're the only one leading in cybersecurity because we saw a very, very gaping hole for one of our clients And then I went back to our advisor, who's Greta Carter, and Greta had said, yeah, you're absolutely right. There's a need for uh, individual small business IT departments because most of the guys get hired and they may be able to put a network in and maybe they're able to put a firewall up, but they're really not looking every day to see, hey, is my ERP system at risk or what's my point of sale system problem or what's happening on my mobile devices or anything like that.
2: And so this uh, solution that you're talking about, is this something that we work with um – any of the available software that some of the dispensaries and cultivators may use?
0: Oh, sure. Absolutely. Any location uh, anywhere in the United States or abroad could put one of these solutions in and it's monitored 24 by 7 remotely.
2: And so how does it work without getting into, you know, any intellectual stuff? Is it passing through <laughs> data? Um,
0: Yes, it's it's basically attacking things as they come in. So it looks for certain uh, patches in the problems. And what you see is phishing attempts come from various emails and they look kind of suspicious. Well, it picks up on that. It also picks up on uh, randomware or things that may come in or uh, existing alerts that have been put out. So the the guys behind it are security experts. Uh, They have you can check out the company. They've got a very, very uh, good group of people that sit and watch what's happening in the industry. And then they put out these patches to protect people daily. So it's not like you're waiting weeks like the iCloud. I don't know if you knew this or not, but there's 250 million iCloud email addresses that are under ransom right now to Apple by a group called the Turkish family. You can Google it and check it out. They're actually (laughs) trying to, they're trying to, they're trying to like bend Apple backwards, which is weird.
2: That's not going to work. Probably.
0: Well, it may not work, but if they start to release some of the uh, iCloud accounts, they they've release 50,000 of them. They prove that they had the passwords on 50,000 accounts. So they're at least throwing the shot over the bow. Now, are people going to get nervous? Yeah, possibly. But all I'd say is just change your password and like make it double encrypted, and you should be okay on your iCloud. Now, your network is completely different.
2: Right. Um, I mean, in your opinion, once somebody gets into your network, I mean, what, what can you do aside from shutting the network off?
0: Well, if I was a malicious person, which I'm not, I could turn your Wi-Fi off. I could actually turn off some of your systems in your dispensary. I could go to your grow house. I could turn off your AC. I could change your humidity levels in your in your system if it was remotely monitored. I could alter your, uh, your controls to make it cooler, and all of a sudden your crop dies. That's pretty malicious.
2: So where I – and this is just my humble opinion. So where I see – your company even getting bigger in the market is when more consolidation in the market happens. And inevitably people start to conduct these little spy operations on each other and try and ruin each other's <laughs> yeah. grows. Cause the first thing that came to mind is, Oh, well, I just cut my competitor's AC off. Yep. And in like four hours, their crop might be done. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> um, or,
0: or, you know, you could even, you could even say, Something along the lines of if you have millions of data points on an ERP system and it's got all the health data, let's say, for instance, somebody walks in and says, I have anxiety and they get issued some kind of Indica and they are relaxing with their Indica and then all of a sudden their health records are compromised. That's a big deal.
2: Yeah, very big deal. Um, Do y'all do any like... um testing for companies like, say, get in there and exploit their network to show them how easy it is to do some of these things you're talking about?
0: Yep, we absolutely do. It's called red teaming. We do that both with a physical level security and we do it from a network level security as well. So red teaming means you're going to go in and try and break it. And we're pretty good at that because when I walked into a dispensary here in California just recently, I I saw the woman sitting behind a bulletproof piece of glass, which is awesome. But then I noticed the wall next to her was made out of drywall. <laughs> and I and I just kind of laughed and I said, let me ask you a question. Do you think it's the drywall next to you or the glass window you're sitting next to that would be the problem? Not the bulletproof glass that I'm looking at, but she was sitting next to a big pane of glass window. And I said, if I had a shotgun pointed at your head right now with this drywall, it would go right through you. And she kind of laughed at me and I said, no, 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 I'm, I'm serious because we are – we're here to red team your facility. And we walked in and pointed out various things. And then I walked over and I picked up her phone and one of the owners was there and I said, do you ever use this in a Wi-Fi network, like say Starbucks? She goes, yeah. I said, you ever use it in an airport? She goes, yeah. And I looked at the owner and I said, so you're basically open to hacks everywhere. It happens all the time. A wife will take a phone home or a boss will take a phone home, leave it open. The kid goes in there, hits on a link that looks like some kind of a cute little game and it installs a phishing attack and goes inside there rips out all the hr data now they've got all your employees
2: that doesn't sound too good
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean you're talking about billions of dollars in loss in cybercrime if anybody wants to google it they can It's, it's all out there
2: oh it's massive i mean it's only getting worse too
3: and once we go to cashless it'll probably get even bigger cannabis industry professionals want to gain some new leads Make genuine business connections and get premier brand exposure. This is your opportunity. NCIA's new industry socials are coming soon to Portland, Maine, New Jersey, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and Miami. Sponsorship opportunities available. Register today.
4: Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. (laughs) They have pot that can make you smart. Where is it?
2: What are some of the most common issues with people's cybersecurity uh, that are in the cannabis industry? What what are the things that they normally just completely miss?
0: Well, their networks are wide open. That's one. I've gone into way too many dispensaries and or grow locations. The grows are almost the worst because they've got, and I love these guys. They're fantastic. Some of them are making awesome facilities. We just came out of one where it's a 380,000 square foot facility in California and I asked the guy, "What are you going to do to protect your network?" And he kind of looked at me funny and says, "Well, what, what are you what are you talking about?" Oh wow! <laughs> so you know they've got they've got awesome new technology. They got some stuff that'll create moisture out of the rain. I mean, all kinds of really wacky new stuff that's going on in the processing stuff. But people are leaving some back doors open, like for instance, just your cell phone or your laptop. You know, you walk into. Uh, an airport, you sit down and type on the regular network in the airport. That's an open, unsecured area. I could have a Wi-Fi reader anywhere in there and pick up all your stuff about your banking and accounts and everything. I'm not trying to scare people. It's just reality. So they need to have a different level of protection. They can bring in somebody to do an audit for them. No problem. There's lots of companies that do that. Um, Technology is changing, and people need to understand that and be aware of it as they're growing the facility. Otherwise, their license is at risk. That's the biggest deal.
2: Oh, yeah. And with uh, all the Internet connected devices, I mean, there's got to be so many points of access to most networks. It's silly.
0: Oh, it's totally. <laughs> silly. there's there's one company we work with called Dark Trace and Darktrace was started by the UK and MI5. I know it's going to sound weird, but it's actually like out of Mission Impossible. The guys at Dark Trace created something with algorithms that will actually look and see how many of your open nodes on your network are viable at any one given time. So it says oh, you have a connected dishwasher. Oh, you've got a connected coffee pot. Oh, you got a connected whatever in your office. And oh, by the way, did you know that Jamie was on your computer at 3 a.m. in the morning downloading your uh, financial files and you didn't even know it?
2: Shame on you, Jamie.
0: I know that person. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty wild.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, the technology to break into these systems gets easier and more accessible to uh, probably just a quick Google search or on a, an onion site and you'll, you'll find it.
0: You are correct.
2: Yeah, it, it's kind of spooky. People uh, have been telling me for a while I need to do a security overhaul. So maybe we can talk about that sometime. Um, I don't trust this phone, though, that I have. I put it in airplane mode when I'm not talking.
0: Yeah, good idea.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so with the cyber security, and you're talking about red teaming, um, you also have another another technology that's gonna be coming out, or maybe it's already out from this PDF I'm looking at, the robotics. Um, is that something that you look to replace the you know normal guard roaming the grounds with? And is the
0: human element
2: of security one of the easiest things to red team?
0: Oh, yeah. Let's answer that first. Absolutely. Okay. By, by far. If you walk into any one of the local big grows in California, you have to. it's mandated that you have to have a security guard, right? Well, a security guard, by definition, in the state of California or other states, is somebody that will observe, monitor, and report. They're not supposed to engage. They can engage, but they're not really supposed to. So if you're going to observe an area, and let's call it a warehouse or a big facility, what better way to do it than somebody that doesn't use Twitter, somebody that doesn't need a bathroom break, and somebody that doesn't care if it's getting rained on or if it's 110 degrees in the desert? you got a robot that's been deployed. I'm actually speaking on this at the ISC show in, uh, in uh, Vegas next week and on a panel talking about the use of robotics. So 24 by 7, this robot will patrol around a location and detect whether or not there's something bad going on. That's a heck of a lot better and some guy that falls asleep, and I know it sounds weird, but guards do fall asleep at 3 a.m. in the morning. All the time. All the time. And I, I had a guy, we were at a show yesterday, and actually I shouldn't call it a show, the Desert Hot Springs uh, uh, group coalition that had about 40 people there. Two guys walked up to me afterwards. One guy says, I'm so pissed off my guards fell asleep, I can't believe it, I want to put one of these bots in. We do them on a lease so they can be used. Uh, they were actually $70,000 less than the cost of a security guard. So they're cost effective and they don't complain and they show up on time and they don't worry about if they're getting, you know, their girlfriend breaks up with them, that kind of thing.
2: Yeah. The personal issues. Yeah. How have the, has the response been for the people that have kind of taken this on to replace some of their guards?
0: So far, it's pretty fantastic. We've gotten some great results. We're deploying more in Desert Hot Springs here come the week of April 25th and 26th. If anybody wants to come down to Desert Hot Springs, they're more than welcome to. Um, Sharp Electronics is our partner. We have others that we're working with for internal security as well. But we like the Sharp product because Sharp as itself is a very well-established, branded Japanese company that comes out. They spent about $30 million to bring out this product, and it's fantastic. It's all-terrain. It does Infrared it has sensors on it it you know it's pretty whiz bang. it's you know it's not the George Jetson type stuff, but it definitely is working and deployable and seventy thousand dollars less than a human
2: so what is the cost on something like this if I were to get one?
0: well, a typical security guard will run anywhere between twenty five dollars to twenty eight dollars uh an hour in in california mm-hmm. uh a robot can run anywhere between eighteen and twenty two so yeah. it's significantly less. And the deployment can be pretty fast. So we can put these things into a, you know, an area, a very large area pretty quickly.
2: And um, not to get too off subject, but do uh, people use these for like home security
0: too? Mm, They'd better have a pretty big home.
2: Well, or, uh, yeah, uh, I would assume it'd be some, you know, a really rich person, with a huge mansion yeah. or something.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a pretty ominous thing looking thing. When you see this thing come around a corner at right and it's coming at a pretty fast speed, Some guy yesterday yesterday says to me, what do you do to deter this? You know, a criminal coming." I said, well, watch. If you get some guy that's on some kind of other drug and he's trying to break in your facility and he sees this robot coming around the corner and it's screaming at him, telling him that the police are called and it's got lights and bells and whistles going at him at like – 15 miles an hour, he's not going to want to hang around too long.
4: Educate, empower, and engage in the evolution of the cannabis industry. Join thousands of industry professionals on August 3rd and 4th in Miami, Florida, for the return of the U.S. Cannabis Conference and Expo. Register for an early bird discount now at usccexpo.com. That's usccexpo.com.
3: Now available for pre-order through crowdfunding for just $14 plus $10 shipping. Pouches, premium mixing and rolling pouches allow you to carry and prepare your herbs for consumption with discretion and ease.
4: The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana llama out. Got to tend to me on Crap Channel. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc.
2: How tough are those robots? Because I assume they go through some tests. You know, people try and screw them up or whatever. 100%.
0: Hundred percent. This is completely ruggedized. I don't know if we didn't get into it, but I'm prior military and I was with the guys deploying stuff like iRobot back in the day for Packbots. Okay. Those things are those things are really tough. I mean, I know the president of um, what's now called Endeavor Robotics, which was iRobots uh, military side. These things are of the same specification. They're commercially available, but they're ruggedized so it's called an IP sixty seven or sixty eight rating, meaning it's waterproof it'll run through all kinds of terrain and, you know, they're, they're built to survive and they've got a three-year lease so that the, it's all included, in the, you know, no service warranty issues, no, nothing, but they completely will cover everything.
2: Nice. Yeah. Um, so do regular like, um, corporations and stuff that is that where this technology came from and the, the idea of, yeah. you know, monitoring facilities?
0: Yeah, it was for large complexes, airports, uh, data centers, uh, oil facilities, critical infrastructure, electronic anywhere that is uh, susceptible to either bad weather conditions or longevity or duration. So somebody's going to fall asleep on the job, that kind of thing. You don't want a guy at a nuclear facility falling asleep at the middle of the day because he had a rough shift. The robot's out there 24 by 7 protecting facilities.
2: Yeah, I mean, it sounds like a really easy solution and a win-win, um, especially if you can outfit them with like a taser or some nerve gas or (laughs) whatever.
0: Well, we're looking at bear
2: spray. I don't know if you know. Oh my God. I don't want to know. What is that stuff?
0: Yeah. Well, pepper spray, there's never been a lawsuit that's been put forward on pepper spray, right? You, You pepper spray has been around for a very long time and people don't like it. It's not, it's kind of a noxious thing, but bear spray, we'll clear a room. It's the stuff that'll get rid of a bear. And so we're looking at different applications for that kind of thing in the future. I mean, it's stuff that's, you know, not readily available today, but I could see it happening because you want to be able to make somebody leave. You tell them the police are coming. If they don't leave, well then you have another option.
2: Yeah. You drop that bear spray bomb. They'll be clearing out. Is that's that made cool. with the same type of stuff like capscum or whatever it is they put in those sprays?
0: A little higher intensity, but yeah, that the pepper spray is one thing. This is a little bit more intense.
2: Yeah, that doesn't sound like I want to deal with that. No, no, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. Um, and then back back onto the cybersecurity, because I think maybe sure. um, aside from just dealing with networks, what about securing the company's devices? Oh, like, sure. And how would that? How does that get accomplished?
0: Well, so mobile network security is a little bit different than network security. Um, You've got a lot of open devices on anybody's network because they've got a laptop, a tablet, a cell phone, whatever other device they may have on them, some kind of a Fitbit or something. Those devices have a little bit open access and network uh, concern. And that's that's another conversation for another day that there are some software that there is some software that is available for that. There are some applications that can be embedded onto phones. One thing for your audience to put on their devices almost immediately, if you don't have the iPhone tracking app to be able to find your iPhone and you have an Android phone, you can go to Prey Project. P-R-E-Y, project.com. That's a free application that'll actually put onto your device, whatever it is, your tablet, laptop, cell phone, whatever, and it'll track it for you and you can actually locate it and lock it down and wipe your data. I know those guys. I know the developers. That's a free application you guys can put on for your you, your listeners.
2: Yeah, that was great. Could you spell that out for me again?
0: Sure. Prey, P-R-E-Y, Project, P-R-O-J-E-C-T, PreyProject.com. Been around for a while. They've got hundreds of thousands, if not millions of users. Um, I've deployed them on multiple client user base. You can do it for free for the first few devices, and then once you get up into the upper levels, they start charging you.
2: Okay, and we've just got a little bit of time left, but this yep. seg- segs right into uh, something I was told the other day, and that's a new technology that uh, is an upgraded version of the Stingray called a crossbow. Have you heard about that? I sure have. I was told if my phone keeps dropping at like five bars, I might want to look into something because, man. How does that work? Is it the same thing as the Stingray? They put a box outside your place and start tricking your phone into connecting?
0: Yeah, there's a couple of different ways to do that. Um, the The best way, if you're out in a remote area, and we are all the time in California, in Northern California for specifically, we've got a device that's actually in our truck, and I can take you off the line and talk to you about that as well. You can amplify your signal. It's a booster to some degree. This you're talking about is more like a, a network tricking device that actually will kind of steal a signal and give you a better rating or better, better uplift. GSM sorry cellular signals are triangulated then meaning they go between towers and if that's the case you can actually get more of a triangulation with one of those devices to be able to boost your signal just a little bit more there's other devices available but you know those are less expensive
2: mm-hmm. okay does that help yeah sure does and uh i know we're right here at our time that we had talked but, about and i, I really appreciate it. it's a lot of good stuff you put out in this uh compacted time, and we'll definitely have you back soon to talk about the rest of the things that Hard Car offers and some security tips for our listeners.
0: All right. Excellent. Have a great day. Thanks, Ty.
1: Please join floridamarijuana.net and the Marijuana Solutions Show at the Florida Medical Cannabis Conference and Exhibition on May 19th to the 21st of 2017. This exciting medical cannabis event is being held at the Saddlebrook Resort and Spa, just north of Tampa in Wesley Chapel, Florida. The conference covers many facets of the growing Florida cannabis industry, including expert presentations on new medical research, brain health, legal considerations, and financial topics. You can visit their website now at FloridaMedicalCannabisConference.com or get more information by calling 850- Five five eight zero six zero nine. 609 Early registration discounts are offered until April 15th, so please sign up today at floridamedicalcannabisconference.com. Now make sure you subscribe to our channel on iTunes or Google Play, and do leave us a positive review, because one lucky winner is selected each month from all our reviews. And this month's winner is Snowcap50. So, Snowcap50, please email Robert at floridamarijuana.net and claim your prize now. You are aware aware of the marijuana solution.